You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered, and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. We read a very moving story and wanted to share it with you folks because of the very deep spiritual implications of uh, the story and the fact that it's turned out so well is only because of the power of spirit and forgiveness and uh, Christianity, etc. This is the story of the genocide that happened in Rwanda 14 years ago. The Hutu extremists killed between 800,000 and 1 million people in a short period of time of approximately 100 days while the extremist Hutu government uh, kept uh, doing vile radio broadcasts that urged on the killers during this 100-day slaughter. These, um, you know, there were the main planners that were just evil people, but that did, you know, the planning and the killing. But then a lot of the people uh, that did the killing were sort of like just soldiers that were brainwashed, so to speak, by these vile radio broadcasts that just kept playing and urging and giving instructions as to how to kill these people and that they were supposed to do it, and it just kept blaring at them for these entire hundred days. You know, these weren't Muslims, I understand, but they took this from the Koran and they said, this is our jihad. So they were doing that kind of thing is that what this. You, is that what you read? Yeah, yes. Isn't that something? And that was the Hutus, right? Yes, the Hutu, the Hutu extremists. Right. Yeah, you know, extremists, of course, always uh, suggest people that can't get along with their neighbor, <laughs> you know. Right, my and, way or the highway. Yeah, and there's extremists all over the place. I, Lord yep. knows, the KKK are extremists. Yep. They do horrible things. Yep. The skinheads are another set of extremists. Anyway, in this particular case... It was pretty ugly. I mean, this one fellow um, who the story is in part about, uh, Bizi Mana, I mean, he literally had lunch with his neighbors, and when lunch was over, he got up and slaughtered them. You know, like insanity. This is pure insanity. That's cold calculated. Well... It, it was it was whipped up in this fury from all these radio broadcasts that they were sending out. You know, there were those that were behind it that were just plain evil, and then there were those that got caught up in the thing. As this guy says, um, you know, he thought because the government was saying it, it was something he was supposed to do, and somehow they don't know how to think on their yeah, own better than that. Apparently they're more of a tribal group following, following the, lead. the leader yep 
But this this goes beyond that, and that's why we were very, very moved to share this story today. Thank you very much for joining us today. So, um, Ephigenia uh, Mukan Tabana is a master weaver, and I'm going to, from here on out, call her Effie. Because it's easier so we can track this. <laughs> easier on your ears. <laughs> easier on my mouth. Uh, and I do not mean to be re- misrespectful to this, this uh, great woman. She's a very great woman, what she's done here. It moves me very much to tears, what, what this story talks about. This master weaver um, is actually making beautiful uh, baskets with her friend Epiphania Mukan E. Ed White, I just, I do horrible. So, Epi. Now, the bottom line here is, what's amazing is, Effie is making baskets with Epi, her friend, who is the wife of the man who slaughtered Effie's family. So that's pretty amazing. Sure is. Now, in 1994, Effie's husband and five children were hacked and clubbed to death by the marauding Hutu militia. Among her family killers was Jean Bosco Bizimana, which is Effie's husband. In my heart, says Effie, the dead are dead and they cannot come back again. You know, that is so true. You know, we we tend to take experiences like these and, and live with them forever like never forgiving and always holding a grudge and harboring even in extreme cases the thought of, well, I'm going to kill you or your kids or your whatever. And and you never take peace into your heart. You just harbor the horrible memories and cook on them. You know, at other times we've talked about if you have a memory of something in your past and you you keep cooking on it, You've not come to peace with it. You have to come to peace with it and move on for your own peace. And, you know, she finally says, in my heart, the dead are dead and they cannot come back again. So I have to get on with the others and forget what has happened. You know, even if it's uh, like a part of our hearts sometimes get frozen. Imagine your beloved husband and your children slaughtered. And, uh, you know, that could freeze your heart up pretty bad. And it could freeze your sense of fairness, sense of right, sense of judgmentalism. And so you must choose at these times, you have your period of grief, reasonable, and then you must choose to go on. And, you know, we we have seen many past lives and we've seen many horrendous things and like, why on earth would this unfair, terrible thing happen? You see the past life of what the person did that had this happen to him, and you go, that's why it happened. Because it balances the scale, and it helps teach the person, how does it feel to be on the other side of this abuse? And you don't have to know what the past life is. What you can trust is that everything is happening within perfection. You know, accessing past lives is not always an easy thing to do. But if you can simply trust God and trust the perfection of life, Mm -hmm. and know that what's happened has happened within perfection, and you need to just move on and not allow yourself to be wound in it forever. You can get your own freedom. 
You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions, Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. If you'd like to call in for a reading today, we're at 1-800-336-2225. So, let's say, and you know, some of you out there, I'm sure, have this situation. Let's say you've been in a crisis or a catastrophe or you have a great loss or any of these kind of things so you have to go through a fair amount of grief and then you need to deal with that you know get through it and and move yourself through it it's it's paralyzing sometimes emotionally and to your sense of fairness but you must eventually get through the grief and you want to fully experience the grief without indulging in it excessively so you got to sort of call yourself on it or perhaps have a friend or helpers that help you call yourself on it to balance it and not just go into very destructive self-abusive ways so a reasonable amount of grief and then you need to move on when you move on sometimes you don't know what to do or where you're going simply do your best you know, try to get, you know, a reasonable day where you're responsible for yourself and, you know, take care of your needs. Sometimes after some of these things, you might have a little more ice cream or, or you need to get out and swim a little bit more or talk to, uh, you know, just gab with somebody to move you past the paralysis a bit and then you keep moving into functionality. So you do your best and you begin to reconstruct your life and maybe you talk to somebody who's very caring and or helpful. Then the next thing you want to do is, you know, you pray. Like, show me, you know, why did this happen? Or what should I do? Help me, uh, help me forgive or release or move on. So all this is constructive steps out of the battleground, out of the wounded ground. And a lot of times we need to pray, to, you know, to, to believe in and ask for higher presence to come and help us have a fuller, higher presence within ourselves so that we become our full potential, our full person out of this more and more. So I know a lot of times when things are just impossibly stuck, so it seems, prayer can really help. So you give the prayer and you release it and you try to go on about your day and make the most of it. And if things get just too heavy again, you give your prayer up. I know you're there. I know something created this magnificent, phenomenal world and me and etc. Please help me put the pieces together and move forward. And, you know, no matter what happens, you just keep putting one step in front of the other. And I'm telling you, make yourself do this. I've seen people that, you know, were froze up for years. Lifetimes. Yeah. and, And they finally, yeah, you're right. And they finally go, I gotta move, and it's like moving a 30 pound cement block legs to try to go over and do the dishes and make something for yourself and take a walk. And yet you must move yourself past your paralysis of trauma. And a lot of times the more beloved somebody is, the easier it is to get stuck in paralysis if all of a sudden you've lost them. And, you know, so these are ways to get through that. Uh, 
what Effie witnessed would put many of us to stop us in our tracks, like he said, for years and even perhaps lifetimes. She witnessed, she told CNN that she witnessed women and girls were raped, men and boys were beaten and then slaughtered. They told others to dig a hole, get in, and then they piled earth on top of them while they were still alive. And there are many other horror stories of what they did. You know, this is somewhat like some of the pieces of the Holocaust. You cannot afford to cooperate with uh, radical unfairness or evilness beyond a certain point. And, you got to have your own brain thinking. And a lot of people, you know, they're for peace and they're for, you know, passive, you know, we'll just let it go. These people can't be too bad. And they're the ones slaughtered. You know, so we need to stand up for something like that. You know, it's perhaps better to go down fighting evil because some good people might not be harassed or might might survive this. So it's better to fight evilness, even if you, you know, think of killing somebody because they're going to kill you and a hundred other people if you don't. Sometimes that's the moral right way to do things. Even in the Bible... It has people, you know, you look at the Old Testament, it has people deliberately killing others to protect the good, the good people. And you protect yourself from the people who are going to kill you. So Effie today shares her future and her family meals with this man, uh, Busy Mana, who killed her family and his wife. Uh, her friend Effie or Epi. So today they're friends. How did all that happen? And that's the miracle. And we're going to share with you what happened. And out of the miracle that they did, what's happening in Rwanda is nothing short of miraculous. It's just truly amazing. So we're going to share the rest of that when we come back from this break. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, helping humanity wake up one show at a time, Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. If you'd like to call in for a reading and have a question looming at the forefront of your mind, give us a call at 1-800-336-2225. Don't forget to check out our website, MasteringOurselves.com. We have a great spiritual quiz there. It's free. You would love it. Check it out. We'll be right back. 